It's okay. Welcome. 1909? Yes. All right. Welcome to Just Another Murder Pod. Nope. That's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Just Another Murder Cast. I'm so glad you remember our name. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's a a podcast and it's about murder, so whatever. Also. Another podcast about murder, whatever the name is, it's fine. We talked last week about, um. Everybody's going to go in there and like judge my voice because, you know, like I sound like a man anyway. But let me just go ahead and preface that. Preface? Preface. That um, I drank too much last night. And um, so it's extra sexy today. Okay. But can we talk about how bad my voice was? Oh, is it not terrible listening to yourself? Like, I, uh, I'm like, Haley, don't talk to people. Like, don't. If that is what I sound like in real life. I don't know how I have any friends, much less how I'm married. <laughs> Why do I have a job that consists of speaking? me talking to people? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm fully, fully ready to say. Also, I'm Haley. And I'm Beth. I'm feeling unfunny today. I feel like I need to change my voice. Like, maybe I'll sound better <laughs> if it's like this. <laughs> but I don't think I can hold that. <laughs> be coughing. Okay. All right, so um, we all know that last week I had my shit written down on. Oh my! Oh my God! First of all, oh okay, we'll move back to my notes. Mm-hmm. First of all, what was your um, reactions? Did anybody like say anything to you about the podcast? Oh, so <laughs> I did not share the podcast with a lot of people because I hated my voice. Um, Amber doesn't like you. She doesn't like how much you interrupt me. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but Josh, you know, that we played PUBG with that worked with Jordan. Yes. Uh, he was super nice about it. He said that we did a really good job and he even gave us five stars on. Listen, the people that give us the five stars are the people. Well, I also stole Amber's <laughs> phone and gave us five stars and made my mother give us five stars. I don't know that she listened to it because she didn't <laughs> yell at me. So, oh my gosh. So, first of all, I gave us five stars. Second of all, my dad called and he's like, <laughs> I'm five minutes into this podcast and your filthy mouth. I was like, Dad, calm your titties. Like, where do you think I got it from? You should have just told him that it was me every time. You think he would not be able to tell? Um, also, Angela called and she said, well, that went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Horrific. <laughs> and I was like, she was like, no, it was funny. Like, it was good. She's like, it was all over the place. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, and then I, yeah, so I gave us five stars. Did you give us five stars? I gave us five stars, but you can't see it. But I think because it's my account that I put it under. So maybe they're like, you can't give yourself five stars. Like you can't write your own review. That's stupid. And also if anybody knows how to like, how we can like. If anyone knows how to podcast, can you please let us know? (laughs) How do we manage our own podcast? (laughs) Like, I'm just confused. Um, okay, so we know last week my um, notes were written on the back of my child's carpool sign. So um, this week I have 10 fucking pages of printer paper note. 10 full fucking pages. I'm very impressed. And you wrote them down not just now. I adjusted for inflation. I adjusted for inflation. <laughs> so I'm very impressed. I did not, not that I have any money in this one, but I'm impressed. I mean... 
I did. It's my, a job. I did mine. My Jordan was making the seesaws and the chairs. My kids kept trying to like, um, mama, mama. I'm like, not right now. <laughs> Mommy's working. Mommy's busy. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for my 10 pages. You're ready for your 15 pages? It's not 15 pages. Okay, are we going are you going to go first or you want rock paper scissors? Rock paper scissors. The winner goes first. Rock right? paper scissors. Or the loser. The no. loser goes first. Well, the winner went first last time. No. Yeah. You won and you went first. I won. I won. Okay. Did you not listen to our podcast at all because that was the very <laughs> beginning of it? Nope. Winner goes first. Winner goes first. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I think we did the exact <laughs> same ones last time. I almost did paper, but I was like, no, maybe she'll do scissors, but if I do paper and she does scissors, she's going to Did you it. just say that you won? Did I win? No, did I say that I won? No. Because yeah, you were like, winner. <laughs> winner as in, like, I don't have to go first. Oh, okay. So, people are not going to listen to the podcast if I go first every time. Well, you know... It doesn't matter. I won. I'm, I'm two for two. <laughs> like, do you want to win this game? <laughs> I don't know. I um, still don't feel like you're going to call me and be like, hey, we're doing another one. <laughs> and especially when you canceled on me the other day, I was like, oh, I did all this stuff uh, for nothing. No, I had. Okay. So my week started off super crazy. Right. And then like one customer. No, I was supposed to have three customers one day and it turned into six in one day. And, okay. and I worked from like 8.30 to like 7.30 or 8.30. I was uh, bonkers tired. No, I get it. I get it. I didn't hold it against you. Yeah, so I'm here. Okay. I'm ready for it. All I'm right. Are we ready? Yes. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt so that Amber doesn't get mad. Jesus Christ. Nobody cares what Amber thinks. No. She well, I mean, like, she saves lives and stuff. So, like, <laughs> I don't want to piss her off. <laughs> she does save lives. She's very good at that. Yeah. But, like, I want her to save mine instead of being like, nah, let's, no, let's no. pull the plug on this She thing. interrupts Beth too much, so no. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, I decided not to do Georgia this time. Oh. So, I went to Florida. Okay. Big. Really traveling far here. Hop, skip, and a step. All right. So I'm going to tell you about Mr. Carr. Carr. He's not a car. Carl. Carl. Brand. Brand. Yes. I'm with it. But he goes by Charlie. That's probably easier. I'm not a fan of Carl. I'm not a fan of Carl either, but Charlie. Like so somebody named their baby Carl recently, right? Who named their baby Carl? Carl is the little boy from Shameless that's crazy. It's also the little boy from, um, hey, well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know that show with the stuff. The, the zombie show. The apocalypse show. Okay, maybe. Oh, um, The Walking Dead. Yes. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm with it. All right, so anyways, Carl. Charlie. We're going to call him Charlie. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie, in 1986, gets married to Teresa, but she goes by Terry. So, Carl and Terry. Charlie and Terry. Charlie and Terry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, okay. So, if I have a question, I'm just going to, so that I don't interrupt, <laughs> but I forgot what my fucking question was. Oh, damn it. Okay. All right. Wait. Okay. I remember. So, like, can I ask questions, or is that interrupting? You, we can have a normal conversation. Oh, now I feel like I can have a normal conversation. Okay. Well, tell Amber to shove it, Amber. <laughs> shove it. Okay, I'm just going to have a question. No, just, just interrupt. Okay. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. Don't make it weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> So in 1986, Charlie and Terry get married. They have a very loving married marriage. In 2004, Hurricane Ivan. Um, I remember him. You you remember him? I do. Okay. Well, um, Ivan was a little bit of a bugger, and he threatened their home, wanting safe for them to stay there. So they boarded up, and they went to Terry's niece's house, and that was Michelle Lynn Jones. So they got down to her house on September 2nd, 2004. We okay? Yes. All right. So, on September 13th, 2004, so a couple of days after they get there, about 11 days after they get there, um, Michelle's friend, Lisa, was supposed to go for a visit, but Michelle said, don't come over today. My aunt and my uncle have been drinking too much, and they've been arguing, and it's just just not good. Just don't come over today. Um, and then after that, nobody could get in touch with Michelle. She talked to her mom every day on the phone. Yeah. How did, (laughs) don't be weird. Don't be weird. Okay. Did she call Lisa or was this like over a text message or something? No, they talked on the phone. Okay. All right. I didn't know if this was like a Michelle gone. Like nobody knew it. Okay. No, no, they talked. So September 13th, they talk. Mm -hmm. Um, and she says, don't come over. So, which they all loved her aunt and uncle, like. All her friends did. So they would go over there and hang out. But that day, she's like, don't come. Like, it's just not a good day for us. So then after that, nobody can get in touch with Michelle. Michelle talked to her mom every day. Which, mom, if you're listening to this, she should answer my phone calls every day. I get offended if my mom does not call me. It's so rude. Having a child is a full-time job. And you should not do that unless you're ready for that commitment, mom. So answer the phone when I call you. Like, I sometimes get annoyed if my mom doesn't call, or if she calls me too many times But I'm when I'm doing something, but, like, if I haven't talked to her, I'm like, bitch, why haven't you called me? Are exactly. you not worried I've been murdered? Uh, I mean, seriously. Like, your huh. life should be dedicated. To me. <laughs> what is more important than me? Right. Okay. So, everybody starts to get, wor- get worried. So, Michelle's mom calls her friend. Debbie, so Michelle's friend Debbie, mm-hmm. and says, can you please go over there and check on them? Because I haven't heard from them, and it's weird. Do we know how far the mama lives? No, I didn't look that up. I'm so sorry. I suck That's at this. Right. Um, but not close. Mom doesn't live close enough. Do not tap on this book. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. You know how I have to edit um, this whole thing? Mm-hmm. If you say so one more goddamn so. time. <laughs> I'm going to edit out. I'm going to so. try to save all the so's that I have to cut out. And I'm just going to make you a music of so, 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 so. Um, so. Well, I don't know how to get back into it. Okay. Without saying so. <laughs> because you interrupt me. I know. It's my fault. Okay. Okay. Calm your titties, Haley. I feel like my vagina's hanging up. So. What's that? What is that? Is that bruises? Who, who's been down there? What? And that's what happens when you drink too much. I mean, clearly, like, my thighs all bruised up. <laughs> well, that's a weird one. Okay. Moving on. I so hope you're editing I have cancer. That's <laughs> not cancer. You know, that's, like, the first thing I go to. When the fuck? Okay. All right. I'm saving the vagina clip. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um. So. <laughs> 
Okay. Michelle's mom is worried. Yes. Calls friend Debbie and says, Debbie, can you go check on him? Debbie goes over to the house to check on him. Knocks on the front door. Nobody answers. And it's locked, so she can't just go inside. Because, you know, I'm not knocking on your door. I'm just walking up in here. Yeah. So, but the door is locked, so she has to knock. Nah. So. Do you know how many times I've crawled through your doggy door? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm coming in. You even have a key to my house. Yeah, I think I found it the other day. Oh, I believe you. No, for real. I'm going to have to see the shape of yours. I literally gave you a key to my house so you wouldn't have to crawl through any dog doors. <laughs> and yet you don't know where it is. I'm going to compare them. Okay. All right. Debbie goes. The door's locked. So she walks around the house and um, comes to the garage. The garage has some big windows on it so you can see inside because the you know windows are glass i was gonna tell you it's all glass windows but we already know that windows are glass they could be like that like i don't fucking know never mind okay so So... (laughs) (laughs) they're all glass all glass windows she looks inside and guess what she sees dead bodies she's blood one dead body michelle no oh it is charlie well you know. He is hanging from the <gasps> rafters. What? Has a bed sheet tied around him. Shut up. Debbie calls 911, obviously. Like what any sane person would do. And please get there. You say that the body was found um, decomposing. Um, he had used a ladder to climb up there, had bed sheets, and made him into, you know, makeshift news. Like a prisoner. Yeah. And okay. um, committed suicide. Where's everybody else? Well, we're not there yet. It's kind of what they wanted to know. Where's everyone else? So they go inside. Once they're inside, they find a horrific scene. Oh, no. So Terry, Charlie's loving wife, was found on the couch in the living room. She had been stabbed seven times. And she had been stabbed with so much force that the knife had gone through her. And there were stab marks on the couch. Shut up. Yeah. It gets worse. Uh-uh. Michelle was found in her bedroom. She had been raped. Her head had been cut off <gasps> and positioned on the bed so that the head could watch the body. And her heart had been cut out. Shut the fuck up. Not only Ooh, that. I feel like this is a scary movie. Yeah, not only that. Um, but they, whoever had done this, mm-hmm. which we pretty much think is Charlie because he killed himself. Or did he kill himself? Well, whoever had done this, not only cut her head off, but also started dismembering her body, like taking it apart. And then for some reason stopped. Well, cause that would be a really hard task. Right. Have you ever seen Dexter? It's like, I started to, but it was fucking weird. What are the first, first of all, I love Dexter. But one of the first episodes of Dexter, there is a scene where they have a serial killer who dismembers. I don't think he cuts their heart out, but he dismembers all the body and then packages them. Yes. Um, And by the way, if you ever watch that scene, the lower legs, like the bottom of the leg, they have two bones. You have two bones in your legs down here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the TV show, there was only one. So they got that wrong and it really bothered me. I never learned that. Well, I noticed. But either way, so she's dismembered. 
Um, chills. And in the house. So the house was locked. There were no signs of struggle. No signs of forced entry. Anything like that. Like it can't, like in my head, I'm like, it can't just be Charlie because that would be a short story. Well, not only that, but Charlie and Terry had a very loving relationship. Everyone said that they wanted a relationship like Charlie and Terry. But is it like one of those things where like they're so happy on Facebook, but like, bitch, I've been around you. Right? Shut the fuck up. Y'all don't like each other that much. I feel like, like the people, people that paint their rainbows and Skittles on Facebook. Like it's like, bitch, please. That are truly happy don't put anything on Facebook. Like, like the whole we're so happy. Oh, oh I'm totally getting off. Okay. Either way. In 86, there is no Facebook. I thought this was like 2004. Oh, yeah. This is 2004. But Facebook is limited in 2004. Remember? That's right. College students. But there was MySpace. But I don't think that they would be using MySpace. I wonder if she was in his top eight. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you not like you remember the music like cut my wrist, but my when you're in a bad mood. All I'm saying is that I feel like Facebook, I should be able to rank my friends so that you bitches know how I feel about you that day. <laughs> I miss MySpace. <laughs> or Zanga. I never use that. I use my face. What? Sorry, um, I was not that popular. I didn't really need all these websites to prove how unpopular I was. <laughs> but Zanga was before MySpace. No, I mean, Zanga was the jam. You could put wallpapers and stuff. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Facebook is not it. No. But either way. You know what's not it? Snapchat. Fucking hate it. I am not a Snapchapper. No, Snapchapper? I'm not a Snapchapper. No, I fucking hate it. I don't like I don't it's like any other social media to keep up with. And like, I feel like it's sketchy. It's sketchy as fuck. I don't get it. All right. Sorry. Okay. Back. 2004. Back to the murder in 2004. Mm-hmm. Police investigate and they believe that Charles had premeditated the murders. Terry and Charlie were supposed to be leaving. And because Ivan was stopped being an asshole and the hurricane had passed. And they were supposed to leave. But Charlie insisted that they stay an extra day. But their bags were already packed and found in the front hall. Hmm. So, like, they were getting ready to leave. And that may be why they were fighting. Maybe she didn't want to leave. He was like, we're leaving. No, he didn't want to leave. Oh. She wanted to leave. Oh. Not only that, but police found that Charlie kind of had a thing for Michelle. Like, an, his his niece. But it's Terry's niece. So, okay. it's his niece-in-law. Okay, got it. But... So, he had, like, an unnatural thing. He called her Victoria's Secret. Isn't that gross? (laughs) Victoria's Secret. The look on your face is, like, pure disgust. (laughs) If any of my uncle ever called me Victoria's Secret, I'd be like, nah, nah. (laughs) I'm out here. I'm I'm done, and you're definitely not coming to stay with me. I don't care if it's a tornado, a hurricane, a flood. I don't care. You ain't coming. next Christmas. No. No. No ho, ho, ho in here. People were shocked because Charlie was known as kind and quiet and very reserved. And nobody really saw this coming from him. Wasn't Charles Manson like that too? Well. I don't really know. I I just know that he's a serial killer. So I was just guessing. So. The good looking one. Zac Efron. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Amber. (laughs) Charlie had no real temper. Like nobody expected this. Except. For Charlie's sister, Angela, who came forward with the story of her mother's death. 
Oh, shit. So, on January 3rd, 1971, Charlie was 13 years old. Angela was older than him, but I don't remember how old she was. And then they have two younger sisters that were infants, like, too young to remember anything. Mm-hmm. Charlie just up and takes a gun and shoots his eight-month pregnant mother. <gasps> kills her on the spot. The baby died? Yeah. Mom and baby are dead. What the fuck? Um, then he shoots his father. Shut up! Walks into Angela's room and attempts to shoot her, but he's already used all the bullets. So they get into a little bit of a scruffle. So they're fighting, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, Angela says, like, something clicked. Like, it didn't look like Charlie when they were fighting, and then all of a sudden he... Hold on, it's a kid. Gonna pause this. <laughs> Sorry. We had to take a quick pause because my kids. So then I got us the one kid, the one kid. Um, and I got us beer. So every time you say so, I'm gonna drink. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start saying so on purpose. I'm gonna start making you do shots. I would be on the floor. <laughs> I'd be flat on the floor. Okay. So, <laughs> so I did it. I I'm, I feel like I'm doing it on purpose now. Mm. It's okay. I'm here. I'm 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 good. We're good. Angela says that Charlie had, like, a weird look in his face. (laughs) Also, I'm keeping that clip in there of Finn. Of Finn, because it was so cute. Mama? Mama? (laughs) For the third time. (laughs) Angela says during the fight with Charlie that he had, like, this weird... Like, glossed over eyes, like something was wrong. And then all of a sudden, he snaps out of it and she's able to calm him down and says, We need to get blankets for our baby sisters. He says, Okay. And she bolts her happy little ass out of the, probably not so happy, but her ass out of the house. Runs to the babies. Yeah, she's running to get help. He's killed mom and dad. And, well, dad didn't die. Okay. Just clear it up. Mom and the eight-month-old, or the, the still pregnant baby. Yeah. Is dead. The two sisters are fine, and dad's shot and hurt. Okay. Also, if you hear talking in the background, like, listen, kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what we get, right? We're trying to record it down. You know you could come to my house and we yeah, could do this? Yeah, we're going to have to do that because. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting so pissed off. Mm. Angela bolts out of the house, mm-hmm. runs to the neighbor's house. Charlie comes out after her. The neighbor doesn't answer, and so she moves on to the next house. Mm-hmm. Finally, the neighbor comes to the door. She mm-hmm. takes a minute to get there and opens the door, and Charlie's standing there. Charlie's standing at the neighbor? Yeah, at the neighbor's house. He's like, he followed Angela out. Oh, okay. So. She's run to the next neighbor, trying to get some help, and Charlie's there um, at the first neighbor. Charlie tells the neighbor, I just shot my mom and dad. Fuck. So, the cops come, the ambulance comes, I'm assuming, the ambulance comes, I don't know, it was the 70s, they weren't everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Dad is fine, not fine, dad becomes fine. Mom. Yeah, dad lives. Oh, okay. Mom's dead. Charlie gets sentenced to a mental hospital and spends a little over a year in the mental hospital mm-hmm. before his dad is able to get him out. 
And his dad gets him out and they pick up the family and they move to Florida. Ugh. Um, They don't talk about it anymore. The two youngest sisters had no idea that that was how their mom died. What? They were told that mom died in a car accident. Not your brother flipped the shit and killed him. Um, he gets released to his father. They move. And then, um, I love the background noise. <laughs> um, they never, they just never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. So Angela comes forward, tells the police, this is the story. And they're like, wow. So they start searching the house. They start searching whose house? Um, Charlie and Terry's house. Okay. So, we're back in 2004. Okay. So, we start searching Terry and Charlie's house. Mm -hmm. Um, They find some interesting things. So, they find a poster of the female anatomy, but like a graphic one. So, that you can actually see like the bones and the organs and things like that. Um, Which is very unusual. He's not in the medical field. Terry's not in the medical field. That's really a weird thing to have hanging up in your house. Like, it was on the closet door. Strange. Yeah. Um, had medical journals and books. Mm-hmm. Um, newspaper clipping that showed a human heart. What? Mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret catalogs that were addressed to Charlie. Remember, really? he calls Michelle Victoria's Secret. Oh, my God. Like, what if he, like, cut out her face and put it on the pictures? That's just horrifying. So, and then they also find, because, um, you know, they're going to search the computers. So, they find websites that have death fantasies, um, necrophilia, and then violence against women. I don't know what kind of porn you're into. I mean. But that was, that was what he was into. <laughs> That's what you're into. Try not to be killing people because when you do, they're going to find that. Yep. Yeah. Watch what's on your browser history. Right. Um, if you delete your browser history. I think they can still find it. They're amazing. They can find everything. Gross. Don't, don't, don't be murdering people. <laughs> yeah, then I'm good. And okay. you can watch all the porn you want, Haley. <laughs> all the murder porn. All the murder porn you want. <laughs> you just can't kill anyone. You, ha- you have to pick and choose here, really. After finding all these things, and because of how Michelle was murdered, they did not think that that was Charlie's first time. He was an expert at cutting her head off. And cutting her heart out. It didn't look like a first time thing. Mm-hmm. So we know that Charlie's killed. Well three people now. Himself. himself well Terry. four. Himself. His mom. Oh his mom. His, his wife and Michelle. But police start to think that he's a serial killer. But like do we know that he did this? We're pretty positive. Okay. Like nobody else could have done it. Okay. So... They start to think that he's a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Because 30 years had passed from the time he killed his mom to the time he killed his wife, his niece, and himself. Mm -hmm. So they start looking into unsolved mysteries. Or unsolved mysteries. Unsolved murders. Mm -hmm. Um, And they kind of match a couple to Charlie. Um, They, like, match up his travels through the United States and everything. And they kind of match a couple. The first one that they find is Darlene... Toler. She was a prostitute in Miami, so not terribly far from where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 1995, she was found murdered. Um, like Michelle, her heart had been cut out and she had been decapitated. What? 
Yeah, her body. If there's another one that was like decapitated with their heart ripped out, like I feel like if there's more than one of those, um, you have somebody sketchy on your hands. Right? Yes. So, so, so I'm doing it on purpose now, I feel like. I don't think you, like, like I think you realize it as you're starting to say it. But I feel like I know it and I'm like, don't say it. And then I say it anyways. Oh, it's all right. I'm almost done with my beer. <laughs> Um, so the body was found along the highway and it had been wrapped up like a present and they did find some dog hair. Charlie and Terry had a dog and they believed that they could probably match the dog hair. Was the dog still alive? I don't know. Okay. They just said that his, his car had dog hair. His vehicle had dog hair. So it's obviously that they had a dog and Mm -hmm. so they wanted to match the dog hair, but it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. And so they said that if they ever get it matched, then they think that that's very possible that he killed her. Mm-hmm. But they were able to find another case that's a little bit closer to home. They believe that Charlie was, um, Charlie was responsible for. In July of 1989, four blocks from Charlie and Terry's house, a fisherman found a body of a female underneath a bridge. Ew. So, like the other people, this woman had her heart cut out and had been nearly decapitated. Wasn't decapitated yet, but nearly decapitated. Practice makes perfect. Right? Because this one's in 89. So, this right. is before the 1995 and before the 2004. So, this may have been one of the first ones. Okay. Um, it was Sherry Persio. She lived in a small rowboat. She lived in a rowboat? She lived in a rowboat. Like row, row, row your boat rowboat? Yeah. She would row it out about 100 yards offshore, and that's where she lived. She had a bike that she, like, rode around. So, I think it's kind of like a homeless person, but she lived in a rowboat. I mean, like a fucking rowboat. A like rowboat. a John boat. Mm-hmm. Does it have a lid? No. It's a rowboat. What if it's raining? Row, row, row your boat under a bridge, I guess. Yeah. Police believe that she was killed on the rowboat. Because there are cut marks on the bottom of the boat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. To further match this to Charlie, Charlie's ex-brother-in-law, Jim Graves, came forward and said that Terry once told him that she suspected Charlie of murder. What? Okay, where the fuck have these people been in the last 20 fucking years? Right? They're just like, oh, he killed somebody? Like, it's fine. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. (laughs) So, apparently, after that murder, Terry found Charlie standing in the, uh, or standing downstairs, and he was covered in blood. She asked him. Yeah, she asked him about it, and he said, I've been filleting fish all day. I've been filleting fish. You've been filleting Sherry Presser trip. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Persio. Persio. And her row, row, row your boat boat. Um, but Terry says she believed him. Even though it was his work day. No, 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 no. So, so I went downstairs. And my husband was covered in blood. I would legit turn right back around, run upstairs, and like find a way to bolt. Jump out a window. Yeah. I don't want to pass him. Yeah. No, thank you. Figuring it out. Police end up closing the case of Sherry and list him as the murderer. Is this about to take a turn? No. Oh. We're almost done. Oh, okay. There are 28 other murder cases <gasps> that they believe that Charlie was responsible for. Why are they not trying to solve them? Well, they are trying to solve them. They just mm-hmm. haven't actively been able to do it. There's nothing to physically tie him to them. They're just pretty sure that he's 
Can you not like do that out of suspicion? No, you have mm. to have like proof. Oh. So 28 other cases, including a 12-year-old girl that disappeared from a bus stop and murders in Germany and Holland. How? Did he go to... Yeah, he traveled. Shut up. And then he killed himself. And then he killed himself because he killed his wife, Michelle. So you can't really get away with that. No, but like, I just feel like you took the coward's way out. And, like, give somebody some answers. But can you imagine your child has killed someone and just for 20 years, we just don't speak about it. Fuck, no. Or 30 years. We just don't talk about it. We're just not going to tell anyone about it. People don't think that Terry knew that Charlie had killed his mom. What? They don't think that Charlie told her. I mean, if I was, like, if I was a sister, I'd be like, Yeah, they don't think that they that he told her. But some people say that she knew. But other people say there's no way that she knew because Terry was the kind of person that couldn't keep secrets. Like if you told her something, everybody was gonna know. Well, maybe like in that situation though, she's like, Yeah, I can't fucking tell somebody that like my husband, like I can't I mean, I wouldn't tell Do my they don't, like check their backyard? Like dig up their backyard? <laughs> I don't think he killed people in their backyard. Like, I think I think that he was going, because apparently him and Terry worked opposite shifts. So, I think that when she was at work, he was driving around murdering people. Ew. I was expecting, like, a twist and turn there. I'm so I fine. really did not think it would be Charlie. It was Charlie. Charlie was a serial killer. Charlie, Charles, Manson. <laughs> yeah. Same, same, same. Don't name your don't name your char- son Charles. Nope, no Charlie's face. Thank you. Um, perfect, awesome. Okay. Now we're gonna eat real quick, and we'll be right back. They don't need to know that we're gonna eat. Oh yeah, you're right. It's not a commercial break. <laughs> and go. I'm nervous. Okay, round two. I don't know why I'm nervous. About say it's just talking. You're really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure um, you say so a lot. You really like that. <laughs> I love it. We just edit it out, though. Um, the post on the sign was to please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me murder. Like, Give me some fucking murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jordan made us a sign that said, was, Please be quiet. Please be quiet and give me murder. Uh-huh. Because okay. we love small town murder. Yes, that podcast is the bomb. So you know, it's it, almost it, as good. <laughs> As jam. jam. <laughs> he didn't want to completely rip them off. Just mostly rip them off. They're so good. I've been listening to them again. You know, like I went on like a hiatus where I stopped. And yeah, no, they're so funny. So funny. Oh, I started giggling the other day. I want to see that episode. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I forgot what it was, but it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was like based out of Pigeon Forge. Yeah. So of course they're like making fun of like the hollers. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is it. I'm Jimmy Westman. I don't do any research. I just laugh and make fun of everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look. The damn stairs. Okay. You're going to hear them. I'm so glad that we're doing this at your house. <laughs> so loud. Uh, 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 um, are we ready? Bringing it together. Here we go. Picture this. Okay. December 9th. 
2000. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I was like, I saw that paper earlier. It was not 2000 and nothing. Okay. Um, 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 December 9th, 1909. Savannah, Georgia. Taking it back. Way back. Mm-hmm. Oldie Um, Savannah. Mm-hmm. My jam. My favorite place. My jam. Jam. Shout out to Linda Shellhammer, who's probably not listening to this, (laughs) (laughs) but we love Savannah. Love. All right, we're going to be talking about the Savannah Axe Murders. Okay. Location. In Savannah. Go ahead. More specific location. (laughs) 401 West Perry Street. So it's going to be on like Liberty. Now Mm -hmm. it's, we'll go there later. Anyway. All right, it's going to be the owner, the owner of this house. Well, okay, she's renting this house. Okay. Eliza Gribble. She was born in Cornwall, England. Cornwall, England. She's a widow. She settled in Savannah before the Civil War. That's a terrible What year was she born? No, (laughs) No, okay, sorry. You know, that's a terrible city to migrate into before the Civil War. Before? Why? Because they burned it to the fucking ground. (laughs) During the Civil War? Yeah. I think I Sherman's know. March to the Sea. You're so smart. Okay. She rented the house at 401 West Perry Street with her daughter shortly before the murders. Okay. Her daughter was Carrie. She was deaf. The daughter was deaf? Yes. Okay. The mom was disabled, and then Carrie was deaf. Um, Carrie had left her husband in Memphis, so she was living with her mom. Um, and then Maggie Hunter is our third person Mm -hmm. she's renting a room from eliza um and she actually moved in the day before the murders she's originally from bullock county stageboro okay um she had just separated from her husband um jc who was 30 years her senior Mm. she was gonna become a seamstress just to like make her own money Mm -hmm. um he was a paper hanger i guess that means a wallpaper person a paper hanger? Yeah. And a painter. Who often refer okay, referred referred to Maggie, his wife, as his daughter. She called him the old man. Okay. Fucking weird, right? That's a fucking creepy ass relate. Like it's creepy enough for people just to, like couples to say mommy and daddy. To each other. <laughs> like without kids in the room. Like, <laughs> like, like that's just weird. I mean we do that. But our yeah. dogs are there. Yeah. <laughs> But our children are there. Our children. They're not. They're not mine. I don't raise them like that. I don't. Hey, Daddy. See if he answers. Daddy. We're just talking about people calling each other, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Oh, that's gross. Recording. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's part of my podcast. I mean, my story. Actually, it's not part of the podcast at all. (laughs) No, the the one girl in here, her husband is 30 years older than her, and he refers to her as his daughter. That's just fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we ready? What if I yell daddy? (laughs) No. Okay. So, an unidentified man passed by the home at 401 West Perry Street. And he hears groans from inside. The door is partially opened. Right? Okay. okay. I have that was effect. just Haley's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he went to open the door, but it was blocked by a body. Hmm. 
Inside was 35-year-old Maggie Hunter laying on the floor in her own blood with her skull crushed. In her own blood. Yeah. I, I got this. This is what I get for doing research. Okay. I'm so excited. Go ahead. Mm. He ran to the drugstore on the same block mm-hmm. and to call the police and call for an ambulance. I don't think there were ambulances in 1909. I think there, there was. There was hearses. And they took it. Hi, what? Most of the time they took them and then you just get thrown in the back and driven to the hospital. Shit. All right, well, now this you know. is what took over Savannah and became known as the most diabolical crime in Savannah history, the Triple Axe murder that left the community terrified. By the way, you're right about paper hanger. I didn't believe you. I thought it was something else. It's a wallpaper, right? Mm-hmm. Because he had apparently um, hung the paper in this house um, a couple years before. Who, Daddy? Daddy did. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> when the police arrived, they found the body of Carrie Olander, 36, with her. Look, that just didn't make it 36. 36-year-old Carrie Olander with her head crushed and her hair matted in blood and her throat cut. I love the hand gestures that no one else is going to be Damn, able to see. you're right. <laughs> you're right. You but Maggie was at the front door, clinging to life. Carrie, gone. Dead. Okay. So, according to the evening press, this happened early enough in the day that the evening press was able to print the story that night. So, according to that, Eliza Gibble was also discovered, stretched out on her back, feet towards the door, calm face as if she was asleep, but the clots of blood in her gray hair and the back of her head told a different story. (laughs) Do we need to cite this? (laughs) Yes, I'm going to cite it when I'm done. Okay, um, let's see. Reporters were allowed to freely roam the crime scene. Duh, fuh. Oh, it's 1909. Wait till you hear some other bullshit in here. The headline of the evening press said, two dead, one dying in home. The secondary headline, like we're in the deep south, yeah. You want to know what it said? Detectives believe blank committed the murders. Black people, black men. But they printed it off as, like, the N-word. Yeah. Well, that was commonplace in those times. It was. But, like, I didn't... Still very... I thought thought you actually, like, they printed blank. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that went a different direction than I thought. Okay, well, I, like, the Savannah police officers, like, this whole story, you're like, okay, who who the fuck was in charge? It was was also 1906. It was 1909. Oh, oh, sorry, that makes a difference. It does. Three years. What can happen in three years? All right, this became national news. Savannah went into an uproar. It was reported in Utah that 150 black men were being held as suspects, causing a riot. Windows were broken. Fences pulled down to try to get to them suspects. (laughs) It was also stated in the press, this crime is supposed to be committed by a black man who had been working in the area the past few days. He was formerly employed as a cook. Form, formerly, formerly employed as a cook. Mm. He's about 26, 27. He's about 5'8". He's wearing a gray sweater with red piping on it. It's like, they just like jumped to these conclusions, right? It was this guy because like he's black and he just happened to be in the area. It's totally this guy, right? Yeah. So they sent him bloodhounds, but no scent. They offered a $1,000 cash reward to anybody that could lead him to the suspects. 
And that's how much today? That is $30,000. But let me tell you, so Google only goes to 1914 or 1913, and then it will only go to 2020. So it rang up around $29,000. i am like, listen, so it's about $30,000. Okay. The bodies were discovered cold at three. They believe the crime was committed around two. <coughs> Does the body go cold in an hour? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I never seen a dead person. Except like in a casket. I mean, I have. Yeah. All right, which is dinner hour for the railroad employees a block away from the house. Many of the workers go to lunch through Liberty and Perry Street. And there's 450 people that were working in the building that go to lunch around the same time. And nobody heard anything. Girl, bye. There was no sound of a struggle. But fingerprints were found and dust on one of the door frames. Oh, but they didn't have that kind of testing then. So, like, like there's a fingerprint. And they're like, fuck it. Just fucking ignore it. Cool. It's there. Yep. Maggie lived for three days after the attack. She was in the Savannah Hospital, which I hate. Getting better. And, like, she went, got better, got better. And then it was, like, <laughs> downhill. That's Savannah's hospitals. <clears throat> Best family knows. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, Reverend John Smith, you know, he's the local Baptist guy. Because mm-hmm. you're in the Deep South. you got to have Brother John come sit with you in the hospital. Okay. He wanted he to go. He wanted, he he was sent in to sit with her and speak with her. (laughs) It was cancer. It was cancer. This came from the press on December 13th. I asked her if she recognized me. She said, yes. She said my name. I prayed with her and I talked to her soul. I tried to ask her who did it and she replied, it was a white man. It was J.C. Hunter. The police went to get J.C. and found bloody cloth, blood cloths, cloths, whatever, and rags in his fireplace and throughout the house. They then arrested J.C. Siebert released him because his friends at work were like, nah, he was with us there in that town without murder. However, a neighbor said she'd seen him leaning against an oak tree right around that time. He claimed that she said that she would leave him alone if he just bought her a sewing machine so she could earn her own living. He said he had purchased the one, he had purchased one, given it to her. He had gone to her house the morning of the murders to see if she liked it. But he fucking lied. You know why? Because she was at breakfast. Breakfast with her sister. We're gonna have to make this into a video podcast. She had breakfast with her sister and then went around went around trying to sell clothes so she could buy coal to start a fire so she could work throughout the night. Which he should have started a fire to burn the birdie birdie, the bloody cloths, and then they'd have nothing on him. I think they were like in his fireplace, but like he was like should have burnt them. Yep. Should have done better. So there were lots of rumors and speculation. Someone said they had also um, seen her drunk at 1.45 p.m. Maybe she arrived home as the killer was leaving. Maybe the others were already dead. She didn't know it, so she just started working, and then she heard something. And she got up, and she ran right into the assailant. Okay. Six days after, shit got weird. I really wrote, shit got weird. (laughs) John Flatman, the insurance guy. Said Hunter had taken out a policy at 10.30 on Friday morning to collect a premium. So he went to collect the premium mm-hmm. at her house. She didn't have the money, so he was leaving when she stopped him. And she um, she stopped him and told him, like, hey, listen, he's giving me the sewing machine. I'm going to have the money. He said, give me the money by Saturday, 60 cents. Give it to me by Saturday, and we're good. She said, I'll try, but you'll be surprised by 5 o'clock to see the bloody work would be done. And he's like, you going to kill yourself? And she replied, forget it. I mean, she didn't like it. This is this is my own interpretation of how she said it. She's like, forget it. You'll see. Motherfucker. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
He but, said she was sober as shit, but she would look real nervous. Okay. Mm-hmm. By then, they had another suspect. Family friend William Walls was seen around the crime scene the day that day, but he said he was just gonna go see if she was home. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were lovers. But he was like a family friend, so like I guess you have to hide it. Investigators are like, "What the fuck?" So they investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Investigators are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's investigate. So they investigate. <laughs> now we gotta do something. <laughs> Their techniques are weird as fuck. Okay, anybody could see the crime scene. Dogs were in there. Attorneys were in there. Reporters were in there. Just curious ass people were in there. Karen was in there. Barbara was in there. You know, you know the people from next door. Like, okay, what the fuck happened? okay, but you know damn well if somebody got murdered and they're like anybody can come. Your ass would be up in that house, too, going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Until she saw blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, there's a dead human. <laughs> All right. So, they were going to rely on the third-degree tactic and the touch test tactic. Uh, okay. You're oh, going to explain God. those? Kind of. Without telling JC that Maggie was dead, they took him to her sister's house and confronted him with her corpse. The theory is that when they confronted... Like, when you're com- confronted with your victims, like, the bodies, they'll confess. I mean, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, now we Jordan, uh, can you pay attention, sir? I am paying attention. Thank you. Can you pass me the sprinkles? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like the big ones. All right. He sobbed, all distressed and whatnot. They asked if he wanted to kiss her. No, I'm dead serious. But he said, well, when she die? And he sobbed again. They took him back to the cell without a word from him. Okay. They did the same to Walls. <laughs> um, well, I can't even read this word that I wrote. We. W-H-E. When was thought to be... Oh, who? That's a O. Who was thought to be her lover? You already said that, Haley. <sighs> he just held her hand and told her what a good friend she was. So sweet. So touch test. Passed. He's fine. So, if you touch them, you're okay? Yes. That's the touch test. Police were like, you know what? You know you know what? I really think that this is not done by a white man. Like, like out of nowhere, they're just like, this ain't... <laughs> this ain't done by no white man, right? So, on December 22nd, they arrested John, uh, John Williams, but his real name was A.M. Baker. You know why they arrested him? Well, why did he change his name to John Williams? Fuck if I know. Okay. Um, They arrested him because he was, like, sketchy. Because he was sleeping in a shed and had started a fire to keep warm. And they were like, nah, that's sketchy. He fucking killed him. Let's go. He was in a pasture somewhere. Not even, like, not even, like, I mean, kind of near the house, but not, like, you know, in their yard. Right? Okay. No reason why. So, on January 25th, the sheriff's office said, just kidding. We were wrong. We got the real one now. They okay. arrested Bingham Bryan, the yard man, for Eliza. Okay, so wait, how many people have been arrested? Holy for this shit. This okay, so JC got arrested. And then William Walls got arrested. And then um, Mr. Baker that changed his Baker name. Baker got arrested and Bryan got arrested. Okay. So they're like, he was going to try to go steal, you know, Eliza's trunk. She got some shit in there we won't. Ooh. Yep. It's him. 
And they're trying any... Okay, so they're literally just trying to find anybody else because they don't want to arrest a white man because it's like the Deep South and they're fucking dicks. Yeah. And they're okay. stupid as shit trying this whole... What's it called? Touch method. Touch method. Pay attention, Haley. <laughs> they did the weirdest fucking third degree test on him. Are you ready? This mm. is fucking weird! <laughs> okay. <laughs> They went to the department store. They got three wax figures, which I'm guessing are like mannequins, right? But made out of wax then. And they bought three coffins from the Undertaker. They hired a man to be a ghost. Y'all, I'm swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) A Pony County Sheriff's Office, I hope you're listening, because this is how you catch a murderer. (laughs) The man of PD. (laughs) Get the wax figures! (laughs) We gotta get the coffins. <laughs> Who's gonna be a ghost? Who's gonna be the ghost? Who's playing? Dale, you played it last time. <laughs> Steve, we, we, it's your turn. You gotta play it. Go home, cut your bed sheets up. <laughs> I'm like wondering, I'm like, what it was like? Did they literally like poke two holes in the sheet? Ooh. Ooh. Some chains, like I'm floating. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. yes. Ooh. <laughs> This is a true fucking story. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. They had a man to be a ghost. Oh shit. So wait, they contracted that out? Yeah. <laughs> they said he was kind of scary, and nothing would scare this man. <laughs> Placed the figures in the Gribble house in the same position that they were when they were dead. Made them look all bloody and shit. They made the house as dark as possible. They put sheets and blankets over the windows, but they still brought him to the house at night. Like, what the fuck ever? They made the jailer bring him at night. Um, Shining a flashlight on the wax figures. Then Brian saying, this is the woman you killed. Like, that's what they said to him. You know, he's standing there like, British, I was just trying. Like, nah, I don't. Mm. All right. He didn't budge. So the ghost came out. The ghost went to the deputy. He felt him up. <laughs> Grab his teeth. All right. He felt him up and said, You. <laughs> he said, You didn't do it. Went to the jailer and said, Nope, not you. Okay, but I have questions. <laughs> this is so fun. I'm serious. Okay, so how did this male ghost know who killed the three women? Because he's they're a ghost women. in the house, he can watch why, what happens. Why wouldn't they make it like a woman ghost and be like, "I'm, I'm one of the girls that killed"? <laughs> that makes too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. It's two twenty. It's also like a nineteen oh nine. So like women and black folk, like they don't they don't get to do anything, right? I feel like one of the investigators could have been like, "Hey, honey." Come here and do this, or I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> you know, calls from vacuuming them floors and making my sandwich. Get your ass over here and be a ghost. <laughs> Put this sheet on. We got an important murder in this case. We gotta solve. We need a ghost. <laughs> we need someone to play the ghost. Steve said he wasn't doing it this time. Okay, focus, Haley. All right. He looked at the jailer. He said, "Nope, not you." Then to Brian, saying, "No, oh, it was you." <laughs> And Brian literally like looked at him and he said, you can't do anything to me. No one saw me do anything. Basically come at me, bro. To the ghost. What, scared of a fucking ghost? In a fucking white sheet? I can see your feet. 
You dumbass. <laughs> Someone called Ghostbusters. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck? Listen, if if we are not investigating our murders this way in 2021, <laughs> I just shot I a don't snot rocket out of my bloody nose. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know what investigators are doing nowadays. <laughs> if you're not they, hiring. They don't hire fake ghosts. I hope that we have learned from our mistakes. And if it is a woman that was killed, we hire a woman. I will gladly volunteer as tribute. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Why do we do our arms like we're doing the wave? <laughs> you're going to feel it up, everyone. <laughs> what you're going to be like, it's <laughs> not you. <laughs> Wait, let me feel again. Make sure. Hold on, five more minutes. <laughs> okay, 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 a little Eventually, he was declared insane. Fucking Bingham Brian was declared insane. Uh, I'm like, I would be in that background like, I think you have the wrong person. I think it's y'all. I think, I think it's Try the ghost. Try the ghost. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's you people. I don't I don't think it's me. I think it's I'm over there. <laughs> I heard a fucking ghost. Whose idea was this? And then who agreed to go along with it? Because our tax dollars paying for this bullshit. You know what the sad part is? Is that probably not the first time that's ever happened. Is that this was like tried and true detection for years. Yep. Oh my oh. god! Every time I want to figure out something, I'm like, "Where are the ghosts?" <laughs> I can't wait. The first time that Ben lies to you, please call me so that you can hire me to be your ghost. <laughs> yep. <sighs> <Whew. coughs> okay. All right. He's like, "You can't do shit to me. Come at me, bro." All right. Where was I at now? <laughs> Eventually, he was declared insane. They let him go. Oh, okay. They just let him go. You're crazy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> They're basically my bad, bro. All right. He was seeing ghosts. <laughs> we don't know what It's like they gonna... tried to hire a fake ass ghost and they're like, not. Nah. He's like, everybody's like, no, we didn't. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're fucking crazy. Don't tell anyone. Okay. Woo. All right. Finally, on February 23rd, Nick King turned. The court indicted three men. They're just fucking indicting everybody. Okay. Everybody we don't did. like the way you look today. You killed these women, didn't yeah. you? If we arrest the entire city, of <laughs> somebody done. Somebody was the one that did. All right. They arrested J.C. Hunter. Okay. Indicted J.C. They indicted William Walls. Oh, they were in it together. And a new guy. Oh, okay. John Coker. Let me tell you about John Coker. I'm not really, I don't have anything to say about him, but his <laughs> friends are fucking stupid. Or his neighbors or whatever. All right. Of course, they denied it because, duh, who? everybody else is fucking denying it. On August 17th, Hunter was convicted and sentenced to death by hanging. Don't kill your daughter. <laughs> don't kill your wife. Wife daughter. Don't kill your, your daughter. Wife daughter. <laughs> <laughs> On March 15th, 1911, the sentence was upheld by the Georgia Supreme Court. They killed him. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. I told you shit gets weird. I feel In like it's meantime, already weird. Coker's trial had started, and they had this neighbor 
saying Coker did it. I seen him. Coker was involved. That's why he got indicted because the neighbor start, the neighbor friend saw him because she wanted that reward. The neighbor also said, well, when do I get my reward? I've been waiting on my reward so I can go buy my two gold teeth and my diamond ring. Like, I'm dead, I'm dead serious. Like, is, she is said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Okay. So, um, also, she was a cocaine addict, so <laughs> she got acquitted. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did she get the reward first, though? Oh I need to did know. Did she get all the cocaine she needed? Or did they use some of it <laughs> to hire the ghost? Like, I hope they did. <laughs> all right. Well, all, oh, um, okay. Also, he was acquitted. So, Walls was actually never taken to trial because, like, there was no evidence at all. Like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, after the whole coke or cocaine incident happened, they were like, this Walls guy, too. Like, we ain't got nothing. All Why right. the fuck do we, you know. Yeah. Which, I mean, at that time, like, coke was probably still in Coca-Cola. <laughs> really? I don't know. Was Coke okay? Cocaine wasn't Coke. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Is that how you That's do you like crystallize Coca Cola to make cocaine? It was no. It was like instead of caffeine, it was that. And <gasps> Coke was sold as a medicine for like what your, for like female issues and shit like. That. Uh, cocaine became illegal in 1906. Oh well, she was a cocaine. Like I didn't even know cocaine was around that long. Yeah, it's natural. While all this was going on. Brother John, he had become J.C.'s spiritual advisor. He helped him find Jesus. Because, of course. Yeah, well. When you're in prison, you find Jesus. They all do. Somebody needs Jesus, that's for sure. I'm guessing they acquitted him. Hold up. No. Because he was going to die. Right? He helped him find Jesus. He also obtained more than 300 signatures on a petition for clemency because it was based on circumstantial evidence. So like the Reverend that was in the hospital with the dying Maggie is now BFF with JC Hunter leading him to the Lord and um trying to get him clemency. Amen. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> okay. It was circumstantial evidence. Like don't take my friend, right? Also like also, Maggie was um, a little bit high because she was on so many pain medications. Like, how trustworthy is her right now? Still a dying declaration, so. Well, I don't know what that means. It's something you say when you're dying. I'm going to say some weird fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh, it was way. <laughs> <laughs> It was daddy. Oh, God, which one? <laughs> All right, December 22nd, 1911. Shit got weird again. Okay. Because why not? Because this story is... It's been so sane already, so... <laughs> this is my kind of thing. <laughs> All right. It was supposed to be the day of the hanging. He wanted to be baptized. That's my refrigerator making that noise. It's been screaming at me for days. Anyway. He wanted to be baptized. Wilder was called in to perform it. During the baptism, Wilder asked JC if he was guilty. He replied back! Before my just God, I stand here to tell you that I know no more about the death of those three innocent women... Then I may yet unborn. Before God, I am innocent. Did that sound like a preacher? It sounded like something. <laughs> that wasn't the preacher. That was him. So. I mean, but like when you're preaching, I, you're right. Whatever. <laughs> I had he was like, yeah, but he he wants to be a preacher now. <laughs> yeah. so. He found the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wilder said, Mr. Hunter, if the governor shall let you die, 
Do you feel satisfied to go before God innocent? Hunter said, yeah. I'm just kidding. He said, I do. <laughs> while standing in the water. While, okay, no. Wrong part, Ailey. Hold on. I got to get wild a minute. While standing in the water, Wilder got all wild and dramatic and said, The governor has commuted your sentence. With you. Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's the Stop. cocaine. <laughs> I know. Hallelujah! <laughs> he was sent to prison. But due to his age, the Confederate see, uh, Veterans Home said, Oh no, boo, you too old to be in prison. Why don't you just come here, stay with us? You can be a waiter here and serve out the rest of your sentence. Okay. Like, you don't have to go to prison. Just come, like, serve people food. Right. Just come And, work. like, don't kill them. Last time around, the, we don't want people serving our food because they kill you with arsenic. Listen, don't give no murder or no job where he's got to feed something. No. Ah, not. Nope. Wrong part. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry. So, okay. Oh, I didn't. Okay. The Confederacy Veterans Home said, oh, boo. <laughs> Just come serve your sentence here as a waiter. So on October 27th, 1923. She's preaching in here. Please help us. He got commuted. Clemency. Clementine. All right. On October 27th, 1923, after 12 years not in prison, just being a waiter, Mm -hmm. it's 77 years old, Governor Clifford Walker pardoned that motherfucker and he was sent back to savannah as a free man on november 2nd right yeah all right so you're all like okay hold on he like what what happened <laughs> let me tell you this happened on november 2nd right let's get back 1923 he was pardoned in march of 1917 this guy jb garvin new man right mm-hmm. Went to a police officer who was serving in the Navy, but he was a police officer for Savannah. Uh Met him at the U.S.-Mexico border, doing whatever they were doing, and said, probably cocaine. He said, I did it. I killed those women. He described everything in detail. Murders, the house. He said he had an accomplice. He even described the stuff they took from the house. You know what they said? Now he's insane. No, nah, man. Ghost said you didn't do it. <laughs> this is a whole brand new guy. Like, popped up out of nowhere. He's like, hey, you know those women on, on over there, the axe murders? That was me. I did it. Described everything to a fucking T. Stuff that wasn't even printed in papers. And they're like, nah, he cried. But the ghost the said that he didn't but, do it. See, we had to hire oh, But he ghost. wasn't there then. Yeah, but you have to listen to the ghost. The ghost is already. Well, the ghost said Brian did it. Well, you, you, you know what? Ghost didn't say that this new good did it. Oh, I guess that man just hauled his ass off to Mexico because he's like, well, they're like, nah, he's crazy. It's fine. He didn't do it. Like, what? So you, this guy confessed, but you're like, nah, JC's already in jail. Well, he's a waiter. Um, Let's leave him there for six more fucking years. Right? It's very. I am quit. You know, mm. it's hard detecting things. <laughs> it's hard investigating <laughs> for the investigators. Yeah. And their touch tactics or whatever. So that is the story of the Savannah Axe murders. The Gribble House later became a boarding house, but it was haunted as fuck. It was then demolished in 1941 and eventually became um, a car barn, like for the trolleys, the old trolley tours. 
okay. which we've all been on, right? The address now is actually 234 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and the bodies of all the women are buried in Laurel Grove Cemetery. They were buried there, and then they were brought up for postmortem stuff and then put them back down. J.C. Hunter um, died in 1930 at the age of 84, but I cannot find shit on him. Nothing. Do you know his birthday? I'll find out. Um, no, I don't know his birdie. Birdie. Okay. Birthday. Okay, but never, never mind. I don't know his birthday. Um, so, yeah, it was the boarding house, but then everybody kept seeing, like, it was like they all talk about the blood-stained walls in the house, mm-hmm. and they're like, nah. So, they just demolished it, but they built on top of that, and everybody says it's still a haunted area because they built, like, on top of, like, the foundation or whatever. Yeah. And so, it's part of the Savannah Tours, too. So, is that how you found this show? Um, No. I actually didn't even get this off of a podcast. I Googled Georgia murders and then I had a list to pick from and this was it. And I think it was pretty fucking awesome. It was very entertaining. Uh Yeah. I'm very sad that it was not a video cast so that people could see how excited you were about it. How long my toenail is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, please. Comment. Oh, okay. Let's Comment. talk about it. We need, we need. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Leave us on a Apple Tunes. What? On iTunes or your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you can subscribe. That's okay. it. Well, I like, and I got to figure out how nice... to put them on all the podcast sites. So, like, good luck. So if you have an iPhone, just listen. <laughs> also, um, leave us a review. Like, if you could do like a five star, that would be really helpful. And then, uh, which which murder was your favorite today? Did you like uh, Mr. Charlie, the serial killer? Mr. Or, Charlie was definitely scary. Or uh, the Savannah Axe murders. Let us know. Which one do you like better? Um, and also, we uh, forgot to put this in the beginning, and I'm not going to edit it. Um, we never intend to make fun of or laugh at victims or anything, but like some of these people are just really fucking stupid. Um we want to be not the big yes the police officers sorry um we want to be as respectful as possible please um mature audiences only because my mouth i get really into it sometimes so is that it don't worry it's listed as explicit is it yeah did apple do that i did that okay i was like apple (laughs) (laughs) anything else you'd like to add no i think that's it we'll be back yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, should I play my music? No, nope, don't on my phone. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>